Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. I have come to understand the difference between knowledge and wisdom. And for some time I wondered why there were things that I knew, information that I had learned, and still wasn't applying. And it, there was a difference, like a, a cognitive dissonance between the actions that I was taking and what I knew to be the right action to take. It seemed that even though I knew what the right answer was, I wasn't always executing on that. I wasn't always sticking to what I knew. And often I'd be thinking, why did I do that? You know, why did I choose to make that decision or take that action? Why am I not doing or applying the things that I know? And that's because there is this difference between knowledge and wisdom. And that difference is that you can know something without it being integrated and applicable to your everyday life. And once that knowledge becomes wisdom, that is when you start applying the things that you know to your actual day-to-day life. And this could be even something like going and getting a book and learning about business studies and then that knowledge kind of sits there in the back of your head like you you know the right thing and you may know a bit about business but then you start a company and you, it starts to like kind of catch you all left field and you don't really know what's going on and you don't understand why all of these things are happening and you kind of think oh I knew this was going to be bad but I didn't I didn't realize it was going to be like this and it kind of catches you by a, a surprise because that knowledge was most likely passed down in this kind of third party mechanism where you watched a video or read a book or you know you received that information by someone telling you and it wasn't integrated within you you hadn't learned the lesson yourself and i think in order for that knowledge to become wisdom that you have to go through the relevant experiences to truly have it integrated and you can know things without having the experience to truly know it which can be really prevalent in the spiritual practices because you may have gone through this transformative experience where you've realized that you're just this kind of ego manifestation and that you are the whole universe and you are God and all these things. And then you step into everyday life and you're back and in the kind of the day to day and you're like, oh, how do I apply this? You know, it's not, you just kind of know it to be true, but it's not, it hasn't changed the ego state. You know, it hasn't had that shift in this is my experience. This, you know, you haven't lived what it takes in order to truly be living as if you were God and can create anything and that this universe is yours. You know, you've just kind of maybe heard someone like Alan Watts talk about it or read it in a book or read it in a spiritual text. And without that experience truly being yours, without you truly understanding how you are a part of this universe and the role that you play and the fact that you're, you chose to be here and chose to be exactly where you are, Without going through that experience, that information is just information. And without the experiences to back it up, you can't expect those real shifts to be happening in your life. And I think a lot of the time, especially like I am definitely someone who tries to like circumvent the experience by trying to get the knowledge from another person, you know, like learn from other people's mistakes. And we have this big emphasis on learning from others' mistakes. And to some degree, you can learn from others' mistakes. You know, you can avoid what they have avoided, but making those mistakes has given them an invaluable insight. And 
the wisdom to tell you not to make the mistake in the first place. And until we allow ourselves to make our own mistakes and learn from them and have our own experiences and learn from those, we can't truly gain wisdom. We can just have information. And we may tell someone else, you know, don't do this, this is bad. And then they say, oh, why is this bad? And you say, oh, I don't know. Someone else told me that when they did it, it didn't go so well for them. So I avoided it and I advise that you do the same. And we kind of live in this way where we're just kind of living vicariously through other people's mistakes and we're trying to tiptoe around the ice and not fall in ourselves and experience that, oh, that water is cold. Like, you know, I don't want to do that again. But if you haven't lived it yourself, you kind of always have it in the back of your head that, hmm, I wonder what that's like, you know. I wonder what happens if I just dip a toe in. I wonder what happens if I just dive in. Like, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe I'm different. Maybe I have a different set of experiences with the same tools or in the same circumstances. Maybe I experience things differently. It's just like someone tasting a vegetable. If they told you, oh, don't eat that, it, it's terrible, and you just take their word for it, you might be missing out on something that you really enjoy. I don't like Brussels sprouts, but someone else could love Brussels sprouts. And if someone listened to me and said, and heard me talk about Brussels sprouts, I'd be like, oh, they're terrible. Don't eat Brussels sprouts. Don't even go near them. They smell awful. They taste awful. There's nothing good about them. And then if they avoid that, but based on my information that I'm giving them from my experience, well, they might miss out on tasting something that they might really enjoy they may have a different set of taste buds or a different set of preferences that means that they experience them very differently to how I experience them and this is kind of the delicate balance that we all try you know we don't want to do something that is obviously wrong just to say that we've done it ourselves and there are some things that you know, it's good to learn from other people. You know, I'm not going to eat those poison berries that that someone has told me that made them violently ill. Um, but it, you can't live your life always trying to avoid the experience, always trying to mitigate the risk and not take it upon yourself to have some of your own experiences, make some mistakes. And I think especially in society today, we try very hard to avoid any mistake. And because everything feels so permanent, especially with like the internet and social media, we can tend to feel like our mistakes are detrimental and that they're going to get remembered forever. And we end up just all trying to live this kind of metered life based on other people's information and experiences and judging what the best is based on a common census of people that we don't really know. And we haven't got the same experiences of those. And something that is really terrible for others may be great for us. And Sometimes you just have to learn the hard way. And I think <laughs> as a kid, I was very much someone who had to learn the hard way. You know, even if my mom said, don't touch that, it's hot, or don't do that, you might fall. You know, I would touch the thing or climb the thing and fall off and just realize like, oh, okay, if I do this, you know, I'm going to fall. But that allowed me and equipped me with this ability to be more experimental with life and really take it upon myself to find my own way. I was always been this person that wanted to discover my own way of doing things and being my own person and just individually working out like I, a lot of the time people thought the things that I did was weird but then later on it's turned out that oh that's actually normal or that's actually the right way to do something and it's just because I intuitively listened to myself and I thought oh this feels right and just followed a gut instinct and it turned out that you know that was right for me and it can be right for other people but 
if we try to avoid going on our own path and if we try to avoid our own experiences due to the fact that we think that we may be making a mistake because no one else has been down this road, then we're never going to discover something new. We're never going to have this visionary experience because we're trying to copy what other people have done or trying to live a life that other people have lived. We're trying to get the best result by just kind of mass producing people. And as much as having like huge amounts of data and experiences and this like global collaborative platform to tell each other our experiences and our lessons learned, I think it's also just as important to sometimes just follow your heart and follow your gut and do things in your own way and follow your own path. I mean, I was in the mountains uh, just this weekend and everyone was following the same path. You know, you just see everyone's sticking to the mainline path and a couple of friends of mine and myself we took we saw this like opportunity to just go over slightly to the right off the path and there was this other path that that led up the mountain that wasn't quite you know it wasn't like an actual path but it looked like kind of like a bit trodden down and it looked like there was a route up the mountain we ended up going through this kind of off the beaten path trail and ended up like seeing this gorgeous waterfall that goes all the way up and we kind of climbed up the waterfall and took this other path and it led us to some beautiful uh, views that we wouldn't have otherwise had and I think that so many people miss out in life because they're too afraid to step away from the path, they're too afraid to have their own experience and trust their own judgment, you know, we don't, we've lost that belief in ourselves that we actually might know what's best for us and we kind of outsource that responsibility and think oh no you know everyone knows what's what's best for us you know if, if everyone says it's the right thing to do then it's the right thing to do and by doing that we cheat ourselves out of the possibility of our own discoveries and discovering something new for other people as well and being able to share those experiences and say to people like there is another way you know there's other routes and there's other paths that are possible this is what has caused all the greatest changes throughout history if you look at something like art and you know everyone said that you know realism was the only way and then cubism came out and stuff like this like the people that were willing to go off the beaten track who were willing to take a step or go against the grain and swim upstream and not just follow the crowd those were the people that truly had an impact on society and yet we don't trust ourselves to do the same thing you know we try and become conventional as opposed to looking at our uniqueness and celebrating it and seeing that the things that make us different is what makes us beautiful and it's not that we need to stamp out those differences in order to fit in and not stand out too much because you're afraid of what people might say or the criticism you might receive and people might call you insane for going a different way but I'd rather be insane, I'd rather be different, I'd rather be living life in my own way and going through my own experiences than just conforming for the sake of conforming because I'm too scared to live otherwise and this may not be the case for everyone but I look at you know I look at what everyone does and then I see the result of what that produces you know and I'm not I I don't want that for myself I see the average life I see the average experience and that's not something that I want for myself the average experience tends to be very confined and very 
colourless compared to what it could be. Most people are just kind of going to work, come home, watch TV, wake up, do it all over again, and living that on repeat. And that's not a criticism of those people. It's just not something that I want for myself. And I know that in order to break that cycle, I have to do things differently. I have to be willing to not do what everyone else is doing because I don't want the results that everyone else has. I want different results. And in order to align myself with the results that I want, I have to be willing to take risks that other people are not willing to take. And if you find yourself wanting something different or feeling like you don't fit in, that's a good thing. You know, typically most people who don't fit in also don't want to fit in, but we also don't like the feeling of being outside and lonely and unaccepted. But conforming isn't the answer. The answer isn't to make us less weird. It's just to accept that we are different and we have different ideas and different views and to just love ourselves and not expect ourselves to change, but just to accept ourselves for who we are. And that will give us the power and the confidence to just stay on our own path, our own route, and not feel like we have to walk the same path as everyone else just to feel accepted. But that's not true. And truly, some of the most marveled and revered people and the people that most people look up to and admire were all people that walked that path, that walked their own path and stood outside the box. But at the time they also felt like that. They also felt like people didn't understand them. And, you know, they were also heavily criticized. And also people thought they were strange and insane and all this stuff. But they stuck with it. They stuck with their path. They trusted their instinct and then made some of the most impactful, dramatic, beautiful changes in the world. So be one of those people trust yourself. If something feels right to you, then it's right. You feel like you want to pursue a passion or a hobby or create something or you have an idea. Don't worry about what's normal. Just worry about what's right for you. Thank you for listening.